Hello, it's the Dan and Kev Extra podcast with myself, Dan. And today, Kev is not with us, but I have a guest host with me by the name of Martin Lumsden. Hello, Martin. Hello. Hopefully you How? can hear me. I can hear you perfectly. Can you it hear works. me? Yes, because we all have to social distance now and use right. different technology. So thank you, first of all, for joining me on the podcast. And it's a shame Kev can't join, but... That yeah. is the way of working life as well. But miss you, yes. Kev. Yes, we we'll always miss you, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I speak to him every week, nearly. But you know. So, how have you been, Martin? How's how's things been? How tell everyone who you are first of all, I guess, because if oh, no one's gosh. heard you, you know, I, I know who you are. But that's true. Our listeners that do listen to the podcast probably won't. So please go ahead. That's very kind. I didn't realise I was going to have to do an elevator pitch, but I guess I should. Uh, I am Martin Lumsden. I am a music producer. I own a studio in a village called Dane End, just outside of Stevenage, between Stevenage and Ware. Uh, although not for much longer, sadly, as we're about to be demolished to make way for houses in about mm. three or four months' time. Um, so yeah, I, re- I work with musicians, singers, songwriters, making their music into records. And I do other things as well, like podcasts and audiobooks and stuff like that. Yes, and voice work, like general improving. Yeah, I mean, uh, interestingly, over the last couple of months, I've been with some uh, children's animation series, uh, which is fun. Get to work with the actors for those. So uh, there's a couple of... Uh, one is based in Iceland and the other one is based in Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah. That's oh. right actually i keep but saying yes. iceland actually i say iceland and then i think it's not iceland is it? it's norway i don't know why i keep saying iceland i think it's oh, norway. right okay i was gonna say yeah iceland no, well, norway is just as interesting yeah. anyway yeah. i do want to go to those places one day hopefully when things ease i'm not going to go abroad this year um again, you know, is anyone <laughs> is anyone yeah it's going to be a staycation again I think so. um but yeah norway you know why though don't you i want to go to norway or iceland if you don't What's the main reason people might travel there? Uh, skiing? No, that can't be right. No. It's not a good place for skiing, is it? Well, across Something the... mesmerizing. Ah, the Aurora Borealis. Did I say that right? Yes, the Aurora, the Aurora, Aurora the... Borealis. Also known as the, the Northern, Northern Lights. Lights. Yeah. Yes, that would be absolutely beautiful and take like digital SLR imagery. Gorgeous. Of the, uh, of the... You can apparently Northern see them Lights. in parts of Scotland, I believe. Yeah, I mean... Depending, though, it's, it's sort of touch and go, isn't it, really? I think you've got more of a chance if you go further north yeah. to, like, Norway or Iceland and things like that. Not, not Scotland, but it would be quite interesting to go to the very tips of the Scottish land <laughs> and find out yeah. if I could see the northern lights. See what you can see. But, yeah, uh, it's a shame that your studio is getting demolished. Well... It is a shame. It's been here for 20... 1998, the studio was built here. So 23 years almost. And I've been here for 13. So it's a big chunk of my life that's uh, been it engaged is, yeah. here. But, you know, unfortunately, life moves on. I guess in some ways, I look, I look at the history of recording generally and recording studios and the way mm. things that are changing. And you think actually to, to have managed to keep a facility going operational and producing music for as long as we have is actually is quite a feat mm. 
<laughs> that is, <laughs> yeah. And business will still continue. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, we'll still be making a new location, possibly in the works. Yeah. But uh... yeah, we'll like, probably look for somewhere. But also, the re- the re- realistically. Um, Having your own studio is a bit of a luxury these days. Having studios is great. Having your own studio of of the size and nature of what the cream room is is a little bit of a luxury and Mm. and perhaps not a necessity. I actually went and uh, built a temporary studio, the last EV project that I did before lockdown last year. We didn't even do that in the studio. We went and built a temporary studio in the guy's house and recorded it there. Yeah. I like a temporary studio, but I don't have the facilities really to build myself or make a temporary studio or the equipment really i mean i have minimal equipment but yeah. you know it's not like doing radio days because we do have a background of community radio don't we that's how we know and each other is, isn't it how we know each other yes North Hearts radio god bless them. yeah when it was um when it was hot and going and myself and kev did obviously the dan and kev show on the radio and you had the big sound machine yeah which is still, still going. Well, that. what's lovely is <laughs> the Dan and Kev show is still going in a, di- albeit yes. in a different platform. The Big Sew Machine is totally still different. going on a, albeit on a different platform. Jess exactly. uh, Taylor, who is one of our colleagues, Touch uh, Radio Country Show, she's doing still going. Electrodrome with uh, Jake Griffiths uh, was a show on North Arts Radio, still going. Yeah, we just sort of fanned out different <laughs> platforms or yeah. other community stations yeah. throughout the UK. Yeah, it's a fantastic foundation for a lot of us to get. Uh, you know, I, I think I know you guys have been working in uh, sort of creating uh, podcasts yeah. and YouTube stuff beforehand, but for me and a lot of the others, it was our first sort of. Oh, can we do that then? That's nice. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we did podcasting originally, then radio. Yeah which we absolutely loved and then back to podcasting, but you haven't taken a step back. You've sort of got to think you've taken two steps forward and you need to look forward to the future and the prospects and possibilities of what community radio might be in the future because COVID has shut down, not one station. It shut down a heck of a lot throughout the UK of community stations, quite some big ones as well that had, you know, the FM masks and things that weren't just on, um, you know your smart devices and stuff yeah. so it's just bbc now and the main stations but yeah i hate it when big companies come and swoop in and take over you look at um how uh, much trouble even the bbc had in the early days of covid to try and figure out how they were going to manage their broadcast schedules uh, getting you know, all the stuff that they were used to doing when you think of the scale of a of a business like the BBC, ITV, Channel Four, any any of those major mm-hmm. broadcasters, and you look at the challenges that they had, just trying to figure out how they were going to continue this stuff, and then you you think, well, if they struggling, how hard is it for someone without their kind of resources and facilities to figure this stuff exactly. out? Exactly, it's incredible what has been achieved, has been produced. In fact, and you probably know this, Dan, but you know some of those. Um, I know particularly, I, I watched the uh guys over in the states the late night guys um mm. and they were saying they learned a lot from youtubers because they were having to broadcast from home so they were they were basically looking to youtube and going how do they do it how do they figure out their lighting how do they figure out their sound how do you figure out the recording and they mm. you know, these are these big multinational broadcast conglomerates and they were figuring out how to do non-studio based performance by looking at people who youtube blogs yes yeah exactly the youtubers uh, I, I use youtube for everything yeah i mean even sealing my bath <laughs> 
<laughs> something so simple as how do I reseal a bath? And it, there is a detailed description, and I did it myself, and it came out wonderful. That's brilliant. Well done. I mean, you're absolutely right. I had, I had a block toilet the other day, and the first place I looked was the internet. I don't think I actually looked at YouTube, but it was, yeah, it was how do you find out? Google it. Yeah, you can do your own things. It's quite simple, really, when you put your mind to yeah. it and when there's not a lot of services around. And I think the pandemic has just it's been bad, but it's been good. And it's really opened our eyes to new ways of working and smart working and finding out how we can the future, you know, things. But I think with radio, you do need a central studio, uh, in my opinion. I know you can do it online and things, but I think there's you know a delay or a lag yeah. or something it's but... the it's the communication it's the eye to eye i was thinking talking to you just now that it's we're basically on an audio connection and there is a very much a difference in the way that you communicate when you're not one being able to see each other and two being in the same mm. room as each other because you create a different level of communication i think yes you know when to stop and when to bounce off like I, sometimes i'm thinking oh am i gonna speak over you <laughs> it's, it's that sort yeah, of thing yeah. isn't it so how has covid uh, these are the questions i've got for oh, you good. because you know well, yes okay. i like almost like an interview <laughs> yeah but it's more of a you know podcasting is just a general chit chat really and that's what i like I about know. it it's a freedom the freedom platform with no music i mean you can put music on it if yeah. you want in the podcast but you know we're more of a chat show anyway aren't we as you've known yeah. from previous and, and uh, not just times. a chat show what i love what i love about the dan and kev show is it's a it's a conversation show it's a what do you think about this show which i think is great exactly and i do miss the interaction when we were doing it officially mm. live but it gives more people i suppose to come back and maybe speak to us and then we can shout them out on the next show should they decide to get in touch yeah. with us I do. I love interaction and guests and, you know, having you on. We've got a, another guest next week who is a young lad. Actually, I can probably mention him mm. now. A young 22 year old who's developing artificial intelligence wow. uh, called Molly. And it's an artificial intelligent receptionist. So when companies buy the technology, it'll be like a screen as soon as you walk into the building and it'll say, good afternoon. It'll recognize you almost instantly. It knows the staff members. And he's developing and coding a program to do that. So that'll be an interesting conversation wow. next week. Fantastic. So be sure to listen to that yeah, one awesome. as well. Uh, but yeah. How has COVID treated you um, so far? Obviously, the cream room, uh, that's changing yeah. anyway. But that isn't due to COVID, though, really, no, it's is it? Due to, it's, it's due more to of bulldozers. A... They're, uh, they're knocking the building down to make way for residential housing. So uh, I've literally had to send in the diggers to get rid of me. <laughs> but did you own that building it's, well no that's the issue it's it's uh it's rented we uh it's a farm that we're based on uh in dane end which there's a, a few units here but they're obviously all let by the la our landlord which is the uh the farm owner and mm. uh you know as these things go it's, it's it's actually not so much that the commercial units here are struggling in terms of business it's the farm struggling in terms of its um, legitimacy because, of course, farming's become a, a, a difficult thing yeah, to do yes, as well. Has, yeah. And as the landlord, the farmer has got older, he's started to look to the future, and his uh, kids have really got no interest in taking over the farm. No one else is wanting to take over farming. So, quite rightly, I guess, he's looked at the value in the land and thought, well, where's the value? And that's where residential. 
uh, redevelopment has come in and said, yeah, that we, we see value in this. We can put houses in this. We'll expand yeah. um, the land. So, yeah, we, we are all renting buildings here. Uh, the building I'm in actually used to be, well, depending on who you believe, it was either where they milked the cows or it, or it was right. where they birthed the cows. Okay. Uh, we, we, oh, we would never know. Well, it, it's it's lost <laughs> in the mists of time as to which it was, but it's it's why it's called the cream room because yeah. it was named after the idea that it's where the the milk yes. was produced. So we called it the cream room. Um, cream. So yeah, Love it's it. uh, it's rented. Uh, therefore, I have a lease. Therefore, that lease can be terminated, and that's basically what's happened because they're 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 rebuilding. But yeah, it's nothing to do with but, it's nothing to do with COVID. Uh, really mm. but watch your space basically and we'll find out more and maybe we'll get you on again and discuss it more with kev this yeah. time and see what the future of the cream room will yeah. be I mean, as I say, it's, um, it's, it, it's obviously a legitimate a, 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 what? a legitimate building here but if you <laughs> if you were making a studio now you wouldn't build one like the one that's here because it's in essence it's way too big it was built to house tape machines and uh, various digital conveniences and lots of hardware. So there's loads of space in here that is now not utilized for anything. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of production now has, for practical reasons, again, things things have shifted into the computer world in many ways. So a lot of live instrumentation, even things like drums and stuff like that, people will program in drums very efficiently now. So while there's nothing to replace this of a live acoustic guitar or a live drum set or something like that directly, you can still work your way around it. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, it's just become less of less practical use to studio the size that this one is. So while it's it's uh, it's not been COVID or anything else that's, that's done for it, it's the, it is a conversion to residential <laughs> property on the land that's doing it. Also, also so, I have to say in reality, it was probably going to happen at some point because it's it's just the yeah. wrong type of thing for the future of the music recording business, I think. Mm. Well, that's a good update. Um, this actually comes on to my next question, because you were sort of on yeah. that area of the A602 yeah. leading between Ware and yeah. Stevenage. Is that what all the works are? It's nothing to do with this. It's not connected. <laughs> is it housing no. development? I mean, it, it... I, I mean, one would, uh, if you were into, I don't know if you were cynical or you were into conspiracy theories, you might say, are they all connected? Probably there's an interconnection somewhere along the line. But no, they are um, separate issues. The redevelopment of the A602 is, is just to widen it, basically, because you get a lot of yeah. uh, jams up past Heathmount School and up towards Wharton coming from Stevenage. Uh, you get a long tailback there coming up to that roundabout. So I think the intention is to alleviate the traffic, the weight of traffic in that area. You keep it moving more freely. So yeah. they're doubling the size of the road. So it's not really to do with access here um, in particular. But um, but yeah, it's mm. a huge uh, operation. I think it's another three years before you finish that thing. Yeah, it is quite a long time and it is causing delays at the moment yeah. anyway. If you're in the local area to Hertfordshire, Stevenage and where, if anyone else is listening Dan. in the world... Figuring out the diversions <laughs> is a problem. Where do I go? Yeah. How do I get to where I want to get to? <laughs> True. Um, yeah, but if you're anywhere else in the world listening to that, you probably what, think, what the hell what is, is Dane End and the where and Stevenage? But it's just, yeah, local, local, local news, for local, local stuff. People. For local things yeah, in, in the British land. Uh, so... How has generally COVID treated you? We know that it wasn't contributed to the, the loss of the cream room. Now we know it's the yeah. bulldozers. 
Um, but how are you, how are you well, reaching out? It's actually not been overly bad. It's been, you know, different. I think it's been impacted in, in various ways. But considering how it could have gone, uh, especially when I think back to sort of 12 months ago, um, just, just over 12 months ago, when we had the initial lockdown and everything was shut, it was my initial reaction was, well, that's it then. <laughs> what, do I, what do I do now? Mm. Without really thinking about it, because I just thought, well, obviously I, I go to the studio regularly. People come into the studio regularly. What now then? And what then happened was I appreciated how much of the work that I was doing and the work I was doing with the uh, artists and uh, others that I work with, how much of it wasn't actually directly connected to standing in front of a microphone in the studio because we were doing a lot of off-site recording, on-site editing. Uh, I was doing mixing year, but that was basically me. Uh, even when we were doing sort of recording and production, quite often it was just me and one other person. Um, mm. And things mm. like podcast records that I'd been doing, we I never did those, or few of them were done in the studio. Quite often we'd go off on location and do them. So we shifted quite a lot of the work that I was doing. I realized it wasn't a necessity to have a studio, at least in the short term. And also we shifted work online. So we started doing one of the podcasts I work on is for a magazine called The Gentleman's Journal, uh, where oh, we yes. would uh, interview entrepreneurs, uh, still entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. And in, the initial reaction was we would normally do it in a, in a, a gentleman's club, Dan. A, 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 a gentleman's, gentleman's club. club down in Mayfair in London. That's where we used to invite people. Now, when you say gentleman's sounds, club, sounds bad, is, this, it? No, it, is it the real deal gentlemen's club or just a nice posh <laughs> restaurant it's a, no it's a private it's a private <laughs> members club that's probably a better way of putting it i'm not even sure if it's i don't think it's restricted to just gentlemen this particular so way. let's not beat around the bush here it wasn't no, a strip it club it or it was no it was, a, it was a, okay fine <laughs> 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 uh, no, it's called Mark's Club. It's in Mayfair. It's very nice, but it's a it's a private members club, and we we would go in there and and invite our guests in there to have the conversation. We would we would go on the fourth floor, uh, up there to record the podcast. So we thought, well, how would do we do those? And and we shifted them online, doing connection as everyone's doing, as we're doing now, doing a, a recording over the internet, basically. Yes. Um, and we realized that it actually broadened our horizons. We started uh, interviewing people who were based in Arizona or we did Eddie Jordan, who was, is based in, um, over in Spain at the moment. Um, and we've now interviewed people who are basically based all over the world. So it kind of, it actually made it more expensive than less, bizarrely, uh, in terms of the interviews that we were doing. And uh, I discovered a few mm. opportunities along those lines. Make no bones about it. It's, it's, it's harder. The work has been less. Things have slowed down a bit. Uh, for, yes, it has but, been a um, tough one. Yeah. But actually, in a lot of ways, especially with the studio um, being demolished <laughs> later on this year, it was uh, actually an opportunity to go, well, let's see what we can do without a studio then. Uh, and, and being able yeah. to look at the opportunities and see as possible, even during... Uh, lockdown and COVID, and therefore be able to see an expansion of those possibilities outside of that as well. So, in a lot of ways, as strange as it sounds, it's actually been quite positive for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've been myself. COVID has not mm. been great. Well, it impacted <laughs> your job straight off, didn't uh, it? It did. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think I had three jobs mm. last year. 
And I've started a new one this year, which is uh, quite nice because it will last all year at least anyway, um, even if it is fixed term. But at least it's for a whole year and then I can just sort of plan out the future a little bit better than yeah. last year, which I was just sort of in and out of jobs like a couple of times, whether it was temporary or not. I mean, luckily, I did have something and it sort of tidied the bills over, but it yeah. was a massive shock to the system. And I know that people have been through maybe worse situations and I do you know, feel for other people as well. So COVID hasn't been overly bad but yeah it's obviously impacted you yeah like say, people that, that well. ability to do work but you think of things the, the uh, some of us i suppose service industries trades administration type things those have to some degree been able to carry on because they got shifted into home-based working or something like that but i really feel for those people you know let's like, talk about things that affect me directly actually the entertainment business for example um you know live live mm. shows um uh, that that sort you know, that sort yes. of entertainment clubs nightclubs djs i know that's sort of close to your heart as well um that mm. sort of stuff and then just extending that into simple non-essential shopping um you know seeing your shop shut for six months of the year must just be heartbreaking Mm-hmm. it is and it just seems to be just supermarkets at the moment yes. isn't it and you'd like to go down to your local you want to support local business and local you know yes. coffee shops etc but i've walked down the ware high street and uh, or hitchin or wherever and there's a lot of yeah. shops that have closed because of this as well and the pandemic has not been kind to local businesses and i, I have seen new ones though pop up recently so where those mm-hmm. buildings are empty there's sort of other people have come in, you know, with, might have a bit of money or something and say, I'm going to yeah. make a new coffee shop there or I'm going to make a new breakfast bar yeah. there and stuff like that. So it's given, op- yeah, goodbye to an old business, but hello to yeah. maybe something new. And it is another local sort of business, which is hear. quite a I mean, we're, 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 we're resilient folks, humans, um, in a lot of ways. You know, tough yes, we hard, do. But you do have a tendency to go eventually, right, what are we going to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just take it. Just get on with it. That's the yeah. whole British way. Pick yourself up bit. and move on. Um, so, yeah, obviously there's been a lot of uh, controversy and stuff with mm. masks and things. And I wanted to bring up something with you today that I've seen oh, yeah. online. Now, online is featuring lots of fake news, scaremongering. And I just think this is outrageous. Um, and people think that the virus mm-hmm. is not real. Uh, I don't know why, because the evidence is clearly in your face. Yeah. It's not something that's exactly, well, it is invisible, but it's not, it's, you know, yeah. there's proof. And it says here, so the, the, the poster that's been posted online is from sort of a protesting group called Protest okay. Everywhere. And it's maskless okay. shopping. So don't be just, no more discrimination against us, our human rights. Let's have maskless shopping. At all. It has all supermarkets mm-hmm. on there. It's got pictures on there. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Please go with the relevant information to hand, which is basically government documents and your human right. rights and things like that. And be ready to uh, be poli- politely and confidently, confidently, sorry, stand your ground uh-huh. if challenged. Please remain calm and ask to speak to a manager rather than security. If possible, have the conversation in a less busy area without an audience and everything will be remain calm. So they are just literally yeah. advertising go maskless shopping because we're, we're being yeah. discriminated against. 
And I just think there's, you know, I know there is some people that do have a genuine underlining yep. health condition, but this makes it harder for them when people well, they talk, everyone talks like about this. their human rights and you think who do, who do they care about do they do they really care about human rights or are they just not because you know what about the staff in the shop just as a straightforward example what, exactly what, what about their human rights it, it, it's just it's mind-boggling how it's just almost the self-entitledness there's history on this though isn't there like, why? i have given this a little bit of thought over over time as we've had this mask stuff but it's the, i thought is yes. it much different from the you've got to wear a seatbelt in the car or you can't smoke in the pub mm -hmm. uh or you can't smoke on the train or the airplane you know i'm i'm old enough to remember when you could do all of those things uh, you know, getting getting on a yes, flight where there's a smoking section that. and a non-smoking section, and now nowadays you think I remember that. How as did well. that even work? Yeah. But you know, the idea banned from doing something or being or having to wear a mask or so having to wear a seatbelt is probably a better uh, analogy. Uh, you know, you should wear a seatbelt. But what about I don't want to wear a seatbelt? What about my human rights? It, it's you know, it's the law. We now accept it. It took a long time, but uh, to begin with. There were people who were already doing it. There were people who started doing it. And the people who were not wearing a seatbelt, you can't make me wear a seatbelt. It's about my choice. And, you know, we, mm -hmm. we go through mm -hmm. this time after time after time, these same arguments. And at the end of the day, you and I both know it's as simple as if you wear a mask, you can save lives. It might make a tiny difference. It might make a big difference, but we know it makes a difference. What's all the fuss about? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, no, that's... That's some good analogies there as well, especially with the seatbelt and times where, you know, I want, I think there was a bit of a bit of an uproar where you can smoke in yeah. sort of pubs and restaurants and you have to go out yeah. to the smoking bay. What, you know, there's a bit of an uproar about it. And I think people just don't like change, do they really? They're so used to having a certain way yeah. for many, and many, many years. Yeah. And I think, yeah, masks are going to be part and especially of the when you hang it on some long time. version of freedoms being uh, taken when it's it's you know with we're i was going to swear i'm not going to swear we're really lucky we are so lucky that we we can basically do whatever we want even to the extent if you want to go into a shop without a mask on you can no no one's you know you can yeah it's against the law no one wants you to do it you're going to get some pretty dodgy looks if you're offensive to anyone or argument with them you're going to you're going to get annoyed the shopkeeper has a right to ask you to leave but absolutely legitimately as far as i can understand you if you really want to go in a shop without a mask on you're going to do it right no i mean yeah, either well, I'm not do so, it, all this argument about our freedoms <laughs> being will. taken away is we we you have no idea how much freedom you have you want to live somewhere where you really don't have freedoms then start yeah, we complaining. are quite yeah unbelievably so so privileged uh, that we can have a discussion about whether or not we should be wearing a mask in a supermarket that's how privileged we are mm. when people all over the world are dying not just from covid but from various other things poverty war disease yeah. and and we and, and we spend our Third time world countries, on yeah. facebook about whether or not to wear a mask and have a laugh about it stupid dan stupid yep I can, I can, I can feel the rage there, Martin. Yes, I, I also feel it as well. And unfortunately, you know, not everyone's up to standards or well educated enough, or think you know everyone's entitled to everything. This, that's what I mean with the self entitlement of this country. It's like there is worse yeah. situations to be in, and 
we in our lifetime still we might come across an even stronger virus or something similar again because of the way the world is you know you've watched the david attenborough documentary on netflix i don't know if you have i don't Um, have netflix it says like i know can you imagine you don't I know. Can you imagine? One of the few that doesn't. (laughs) A a time in the world where you're speaking to someone who you don't have Netflix. How have you survived? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you do get it or get a seven day trial, watch the David Attenborough documentary. And it's very, very interesting and how the humans are basically driving themselves into extinction and the way that viruses can come to light now, especially with the ice caps melting. It's giving way to new viruses that might have been hidden under the ice yeah, for many yeah. years and stuff like that it, it is scary stuff but it might happen again and you know be thankful that we're not in some sort of world war three or something like that it could be yeah. a lot worse you know uh yeah so going on to i was going to ask you if that was one of my next subjects really what <laughs> to be a bit of more of a lighter note before we sort of end this week what tv have you been watching recently or any movies uh, or anything that you like to yeah well i mean the, the obvious the, i'll tell you what's obvious is i took out a disney plus subscription on boxing day because i thought i'm going i am going to have a couple of weeks away from work just because i haven't had that for a long time so i thought well nothing's happening because of the lockdown and all that there. so disney plus partly because i wanted soul i wanted to see that because i thought it looked like a good uh, movie you know the uh, pixar film Mm. Yes, yeah, very, very and it was good. good. Enjoyed that. That, well. that was that was the reason why I thought I'd get it. But I also wanted to catch up with the Mandalorian because everybody had been uh, talking. About I have been that, that I felt, as well. I need yes. to try and see this before mm-hmm. everything gets spoiled. Uh, and I've heard everything about it. Yes, I I watched the whole thing now, over then? about ten, no, probably over about a week or so. Actually, I guess I watched I watched the whole thing. Yeah, and what and what was your what did you I, end with it? I confess to be as big a Star Wars fan as uh, some other people who have perhaps found it more enjoyable. I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't get it. I didn't get the excitement in the same way that as people were, and I think it's because they're more immersed. Yeah, in I Star think... Wars. It, it, it seems to be people that know everything about the Clone Wars and Rebels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they really yes, got invested yeah, in I it, didn't... whereas I just enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I just enjoyed it as well. I mean, I, 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 I am starting to watch Clone Wars and things like that, even though it's animated. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that so much. I mean, I you know, that Soul might was be animated. Where they, they score another anyway. win on Disney, actually, is exactly that, is that I'm, I'm sort of thinking the same thing. I might go back and pick up on things like Clone Wars and stuff that I never watched and think, well, maybe I'll, I'll give it a go. Hmm. <laughs> And you've well, got that's every the, ne- the next thing, on thing there, it like, was, uh, without really realizing it was going to happen. But I'm so delighted. Is uh, one division uh, which started uh, about six weeks ago? Yes, I I'm love that. That, well. that is so uh, so good. It's yeah, it's quite well made. Kev said, you know, give it a go. I did. It, you have to give it a, a yeah, few especially episodes. Especially if you're not really um, up to date with the movies. If you're if you're a little bit behind on the movies, you might be thinking, yeah. what? on earth is going on, is and, going uh, on but the first yeah. couple uh, episodes <laughs> certainly are very much a kind of okay this is fun uh is this what this is but yeah, uh, yeah once you get what's going to i'm going to say five episodes in that's the point that i uh, four episodes there i think it was episode four where i went oh oh yeah, this four. is good this is good that's it <laughs> yeah I, I was in agreement there i was sort of watching it and then i got to episode four i was like yeah 
And now yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah. six episodes in now we're in. I think when seven drops, I don't know what day it is. Brady. It drops, but yeah, yeah. So I'll be watching it again, yeah. uh, obviously when it drops, and then because uh, I, I sometimes wait. I like to think, you know, if yeah. I wait for a binge series it, to yeah. finish, then I can just binge it. That's but the danger, with, especially online, with something like this. Avoid. That's <laughs> the danger is you, you find out something you don't want to find out just by accident. Yeah, and I did, and that's what happened. I was scrolling through TikTok because <laughs> I dabble in TikTok as well now, and I was scrolling through, and it, it was a massive spoiler ah. on the Mandalorian, and yeah, yeah. I've obviously watched it since then. Yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, and if, since and now, it's not the end yeah. of the world, but, you but it was <laughs> known that already. How would it have affected my enjoyment? Because it was still good, but yeah, also, even oh, if, yeah, how mm. would it have been if that would have been more of a kind of a <gasps> moment? <laughs> yes, even if it was yeah. only 15 seconds clip, it still would have been better yeah. if I watched it as part of the six or one it, minutes worth of the scene. And it, it was anyone, quite a big spoiler. Uh, I was like, if, oh, if, disappointed, you're, if you're into but... Marvel and you haven't seen WandaVision, it's definitely worth it. And do you know what that did then, uh, Dan? Yes. Was I then thought, do you know what? I'm going to watch all the uh, MCU again. So I started with Iron Man. And I have currently reached, uh, what did we watch? Uh, a Spider-Man Homecoming. So I've got Thor Ragnarok next. I'm nearing the end again. But I just, I'm going to go well through, done. I'm going to go was, through them all definitely again. binged so I it. <laughs> I, I love it. I do love the Marvel Universe. And I look forward to what's coming up next. There's also the new series with... Um, Falcon and the, Winter what? Soldiers coming up, isn't it? And, uh, Thank you. Yeah, that was it. I was Loki just losing coming, my mind uh, there. Soon as well. Yeah, and I think eventually there'll be Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan yeah, Kenobi series, yeah. which will be amazing. I'm sure it will be, because I, I really like him playing that character now. Ever since yeah. I've seen him do with that character, I want to see more of that. And that's so what they're giving the fans. My, that's been my jam recently. So that should be quite nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's the same as me, then. That's basically what I've been yeah. watching this week, which was WandaVision and last week, shall I say. And yep. uh, I've seen Soul already. And then I've obviously caught up with Star Wars as well. And I did watch, because I haven't seen it yet, which is ridiculous, uh, X-Men. Um, yeah. I've seen most of the X-Men movies, but oh, I'm yeah. watching the uh, Armageddon one. They're, all, they're a bit variable, those X-Men and a lot of ones. People... Kind of, some of them are a bit good and some of them are a bit like... <laughs> they're a bit off. Yeah, a bit... Uh... But yeah, Armageddon, I think, you, yeah, have I you seen that, that one? one? That's with it. The... It's yeah. worth. It's worth. Yeah, I mean, again, it, I it's like it if you like, watch mm. them all, you, they, they they all connect up, and they've all got a little bit of a continuation. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah what's going on? But um, yeah, I'll give it. I'll, I'll watch the rest of it today then. Uh, to the degree that the sort of later MCU, um, Infinity Saga, Infinity Stones Saga did in the same way. Yeah, correct. So. Other than that, no, you I'm not. Play uh, games, do you? I was wondering when when we were setting this up if you would ask me about games or if I would ask you about games. I I've never really got into it. Um, maybe because I'm just not very good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not great. I don't play like the, what the kids yeah. play now, like the Call of Duty. As soon as I go into one of them matches, yeah. I do. I mean, it's straight that's away something too I've quick. never got engaged with. It, the only thing things. I ever did sort of enjoy and got mildly addicted i'll tell you there's two things that i mildly enjoyed and got slightly addicted to one was sonic the hedgehog and the other one was fifa um 
and I did. I remember yeah. uh, being between jobs at one point, and bizarrely, I got given a PlayStation as a leaving gift <laughs> uh, from one of from one of the oh, jobs nice. that I well, did. Which version? Uh, what, like, original been, or what? it was probably a three, I think. Yes, four. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was, you know, it was it was a very machine. surprising gift to be to be fair. But wow, that's what do you get when you when yeah. you leave a job and they give me that? Um, and I started yeah, playing was, was like uh, FIFA, <laughs> uh, and of course, part of the joy of that was being a Hearts supporter, who are uh, generally a fairly awful football team from Edinburgh. Uh, and then being able to you know put it on the oh. easy setting and then change your <laughs> teams and then and then have them win the league or the champions league or something like that it was just like absolute yeah, non which is impossible <laughs> but, but somehow <laughs> just felt like felt like fun um yeah yeah that's what i did with stevenage as well i played yeah. them up to like the win the champions league and then like get all the top players yeah. coming in like ronaldo and things that would never <laughs> join stevenage but great, ever. But great fun but that's about as much as my uh gaming experience has ever got because i was going to say one of the things i think i enjoyed about fifa was the music um i was thinking about that because <laughs> i was wondering about what we talk about games you guys are into games and gaming and all that bit and of course it's a huge yeah. huge growth industry is games and and because of that the music for games is a huge uh, growth industry as well so people who are getting into the music business are getting into composition stuff not just mm -hmm. drop stuff which is pretty much uh you know they have sort of pop of the day sort of thing i don't know if they still do um but that was that was the yeah thing. Almost, um, but I but, think they yeah, changed it around. Some of these, uh, the scores for games are as sort of successful as movie um, things, or more so in some cases. Yeah, I mean, I think predominantly mm. the one that sticks out in my head is the Halo theme tune, really. That one's you know, like the whole... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, but yes, that that one does stick out quite yeah. a lot. I think that's one of the most popular ones ever. Um, but yeah, I think... That's me for done with gaming, really. I'm done, oh, yeah. actually. I do have one new one, though. So okay. I've got a Nintendo Switch now, which is quite nice to own. Because yeah, you can yeah. play, sort of take it anywhere with you as well. And Kev's got one, nice. and we can join up online and all sorts. Uh, I bought the Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> now, with yeah. that, you get a ring, obviously, and you can plug it in. And you it, uh -huh. one controller straps to your leg. Right. One controller straps to the ring. And then um, oh, there's things going on in the background. See that? That's that's the, that's the joy. I'm at home, and because I work at home, sorry. Oh, Teams yes, yeah, yeah. It's no, the I most get, common get, uh, thing uh, you'll hear. My house as well, because my uh, my girlfriend's on on Teams for her work as well. So yeah, you get the bing, bing. yeah, yeah. So bing, bing, dong, dong, da, 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 da. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Anyway, it's a podcast. No one cares. No, they do care. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, one straps to your leg, one straps to the ring, and you load up the game. And then when uh -huh. you start jogging in the game, so you're, you're battling enemies and using the ring in your hand to hit them, punch, jump, do things, move around the room. I thought it'd yeah. be great to do a little bit of workout yes. too. And obviously for my kids as well, because it's obviously sort of an all-rounder. Really. It is a bit cartoony, but that's, that's good. But it, it gets you moving. Rather than just sitting there on your ass with the uh, the controller, that, that was you the big thing with move, the so Wii I'm Fit try that back tonight. in the day, wasn't it? As well, was that it was the same thing? Was you had to stand on the board and all that kind of stuff. So it was it was, it was 
you're moving. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Wii Fit yeah. was quite extremely popular back in the day, and now I'm given this Ring Fit adventure a go. So it's not as popular as like the uh, yeah. the Wii Fit board and things like that, but it, it's something. It just rather than like I'm bored <laughs> with walks <laughs> and and running. I was going to say that I, I want to go back to badminton soon. It is, mm. and it's been a long time. And I, ha- I must have played three times at the end of the last sort of lockdown in between. And then that was just before wow. Christmas. Just three times last year, That's the whole year. <laughs> it's just outrageous. So I'm losing the yeah. stamina a bit, and I want to just build that up again. We'll so back. I'm sure it will come back. But listen, Mayan, thank you for joining me um, this week. And we'll try and get you on again with Kev. If you're up for that, we'd love a guest and we love a guest host, which you have been it's wonderful gone today. To the big sound machine, you boys uh, come people... on and tell me what you like in the music world. We, can, we, play, we play music on my show, so you can, yeah, uh, you can go, this is my jam, Martin, bring it on. I can bring it along. Yeah. I will, actually. That's quite a good idea. We will and just let me know when that is. That a it's great, a it's great to hear list. other people's uh, input in terms of what's the greatest thing to listen to yeah and if upcoming artists and music people want to get in touch uh, with you or find you online social that? media at martin lumsden is the uh the easy easy thing to look up martin lumsden producer on facebook if you yes. if you use facebook does anyone use it uh yeah yeah and yes no and uh, they do. i mean I yeah don't and the big much, sound machine more is, and the, is the show you'll find that on um, mm-hmm. mix cloud if you search for big sound machine you'll find all the shows there and we do a live stream on mondays in conjunction yeah. with discover tv in south africa uh, which you can find on youtube called new music mondays if you look up this uh, search discover tv or discover tv new music mondays we do a great um, live stream chat show interviewing artists and playing their songs every Monday. Excellent. Cool. So that's the end of the show. And we'll be in touch again soon, I'm uh, sure. No. Martin, thanks very much. Uh, you've been listening to the Dan and Kev Extra podcast with me, Dan, and obviously Kev, but he's not take here. Care, everyone. Thanks very much, Martin, and you Bye. take care. <laughs>